Pick up 40 Chicken McNuggets and tangy Cajun sauce at Macca's drive-thru today. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Yes, indeed. For a Monday night, always great to bring you the uh, Macca's Run. What a damp old uh, Melbourne town it is. Uh, trying to drive in uh, tonight. What a nightmare. Get off the road. Uh, if you can, uh, big first serve after eight, as always. Talking the world of tennis, sporting capital after 10 o'clock. Nice to be back on Australian soil. Brett Phillips in the chair. Been a big day on SCN. All the programs have dissected. Uh, a huge round two of footy. Happy to take your calls here on the Macca's Run. Harcourt's open line for all things real estate. You can speak to Harcourt's. You'll move your Harcourt's. one 736 736 The line's open across uh, the next half hour to talk footy, to talk whatever you like, whatever you'd like to put on the agenda. You can send us a temper text, 0433981116. Consumer's choice winner, temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases conforming to the exact shape of your body. What a round two of footy. I'm dying to get into it for uh, round three this weekend. It all started, of course, uh, Thursday night. The Blues are standing up on a big stage against the Cats to win a game to give them some validation that they can actually take the next step and make the top eight in uh, season 2023. Brisbane getting the jump on Melbourne and really having that game in their, the palm of their hand in the first half. Melbourne certainly mounting a charge. Lights out. Quite extraordinary. Uh, Collingwood, I mean, I, everyone has sung their praises today, and rightly so. You know, I never would have thought all those years standing in the outer at Victoria Park as a Fitzroy supporter, outnumbered severely, that Collingwood would become my most favourite team to watch. It seems like it's caught on with a lot of people adopting Collingwood. We never thought we'd say those words. But this started last year, of course, and they were my favourite team to call in 2022. All the close games that they won, but just an exciting brand of footy that you feel like can certainly be sustained. Some injuries will come, form, the competition will no doubt really further scout uh, the pies and try and find ways to shut them down. But this is a team that is playing inspired footy at the moment. Uh, and Port Adelaide limped back to Adelaide for a big showdown. And the Crows hungry to get their first win. Speaking of the Crows, they couldn't go with the Tigers for the uh, the journey of that game. And Richmond getting a much-needed win to start the year. Uh, the Bulldogs are certainly disappointing. That's been spoken about a lot on SEN today. St Kilda, they certainly look well-organised. A really good injection of uh, youth. And just well, well set up, which is no surprise under the coaching of Ross Lyon. Uh, Fremantle certainly have been the disappointing story, but it's never a total disaster at zero and two. And North Melbourne, I've got to say, I was almost jumping through the TV set on uh, Saturday night because my instinct has always been to support the underdog. And this team needed a win like that to go two and oh. They've been battered from pillar to post for the last few years. And it was great to listen to uh, Jack Siebel on Sports Day a little earlier, just talk about the great vibe around North Melbourne, the togetherness as a club, not just on the field, but the whole club being galvanised. It's incredible. I mean, a lot of you can resonate with that at local level. Uh, the tears down from the AFL. When you get everyone on the same page and it's a happy place, things can certainly happen. Uh, Sydney have been terrific. Yes, we can question the opposition, but they've laid the foundation. Looking forward to calling them in Melbourne this weekend to get a real feel for Sydney. Uh, the Hawks... 
And I think Sam Mitchell will be on footy classified uh, tonight. We might uh, bring you a little bit of Sam Mitchell after uh, 10 o'clock tonight to see what the Hawks coach has uh, had to say. I mean, he knew, the club knew they were going to have to uh, certainly weather the storm of the list changes they made, a couple of steps back to go forward, but they maybe weren't quite expecting the scoreline of the last two weeks. Uh, the Bombers uh, found a way. Uh, the Gold Coast, I know Kane uh, dissected them fairly heavily on Sports Day. Who is going to stand up for the Gold Coast Suns? We keep talking about this improved list. We talk, we keep talking about that this is the year that the Gold Coast are going to make the finals and they could be 0-3 and three with the Cats coming into their territory this coming weekend. And West Coast, who everyone was prepared to write off. Everyone, I think, in the football universe. Kicked 100 points, actually looked like a decent footy team for the first time in a long time and got the chocolates over the GWS Giants. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Harcourt's open line. Send us a temper text tonight. 0433981116. So the Cats zero and two after losing to the Blues on Thursday night. Lights out at the Gabba. I mean, the Gabba's going to get a massive facelift. Big refurb. Where the Brisbane Lions are going to play for four years. So it's going to take about four years leading up to the Olympics is uh, something that um, we're not thinking about a lot right now. But it's uh, it's a big thing for Brisbane. Uh, certainly to uh, plan for the Tigers on fire. Fremantle, look, certainly, no doubt, and my heart was in my mouth. I mean, that was going to be paid deliberate if, um, if the siren had uh, sounded uh, not when it did. It no doubt would have been a kick after the siren and a score uh, would have tied the game. So the Kangaroos, uh, certainly fortunate there from a time clock uh, point of view. Uh, the Bombers look like they've got a bit more substance, don't they, under Brad Scott? And that's no surprise. I mean, Brad Scott can coach. We all know that. He was always going to make Essendon a better team. But it's a long way to the finish line, certainly uh, from here. one uh, 736 we might just have a quick listen to Craig McRae uh, from the weekend on the attempts to try and tag uh, Nick Dacos. Been a real talking point on uh, SEN today. And I just heard Peter Dacos on uh, just at the back end of uh, Sports Day. And we know how Dakes always kept his feet. All those miraculous goals he used to kick at Victoria Park and that low centre of gravity. And you couldn't pin him around the hips. We'll try and pin down Nick Dacos when he's... Uh, Peeling off half back, it's almost unstoppable. The coach having a chat about the attempts to try and tag his star half back. I don't know if I dared Ken to do it, but I, you know, reality is, you know, Nick's a great player, like an emerging talent, isn't he? So, um, yeah, we got to embrace it. I, I said to Nick on uh, on Friday, I said, mate, this is probably coming, and we got all the all the things we worked through. He got tagged in a practice game, learnt so much from it. Um, we want to support him as a team. Reality was in the first quarter, he's getting tagged and the scoreboard was still ticking over in our favour. So I said to Nick before the game, um, again yesterday, if this happens, the scoreboard's ticking over, you've just got to fight your own battle, mate, but we'll support you through that. Um, but he's, he's got an incredible ability to play multiple roles, which makes it hard to tag. David King always, of course, on with the means test with uh, Jared Waitley every uh, Monday morning on tagging Nick Dacos. His thoughts? They got this wrong. I mean, it's a little bit arrogant, right? Just come back to the to the mindset of this, right? This is this is 
This is classic Port Adelaide. This is absolutely the Port Adelaide mindset. We'll, we'll get Nick Dacos done. Like, if you haven't seen Nick Dacos, right, he is running rampant. He has done all pre-season. He has done all off-season. You got him round two. They would have scouted Collingwood for six weeks because there's nothing else to see right, during, the, during the February and early March. To think you can kick goals off Nick Dacos with a half-forward flanker and tag him at the same time, I think, is lunacy. So all it did was put a young player who I don't think he's ever tagged in his life, right, pitting against the probably a top three player in the comp right now, and say, OK, we want you to work off him when we have the ball. Well, Nick doesn't even pick you up. He, he knows that someone else will sort you out. I'm just going to go and stand next to another player. And then what are you going to do? Then you've got a decision to make. This is why the tagging is so difficult. Because he goes and stands next to Connor Rosie. And then Jane goes, hang on, my, we've got the ball. Do I stay with Nick or do I go and try and crumb the ball in the forward 50? And he, he's part of the Bash brothers. So he didn't even get to bash in the forward half. So he lost his game totally. He didn't have any idea whether he was staying with him or working off him. And Nick said, this is perfect because every time Port get the ball, you run away from me 10 metres, not far enough to get the footy. And then when we win it back, my teammates give me the footy because I'm the best kick in the, in the, the team. So I thought it was crazy to go with a half-forward flanker that's never done it before and give him instructions that even an experienced 300-gamer wouldn't be able to complete. Uh, the wise thoughts of David King, always a must-listen with Jared Waitley, the means test. Uh, every uh, Monday morning is uh, part of the Waitley program. If you want to weigh into that, the Nick Dacos uh, tagging effect, um, send us uh, a message uh, tonight, 0433981116 on the text. It's a temper text or one three hundred. 736736 on the Harcourt's open line. The news of the day, Western Bulldogs forward Jamari Eaglehagen has allegedly been the target of uh, racist remarks from a, a St Kilda fan. Can you believe this stuff still happens? Saturday night, which has led to the AFL to open an investigation. The Bulldogs releasing a statement uh, reading that racism of any kind does not belong in our game nor in our society. We cannot tolerate it. Comments like these are extremely upsetting and cause significant hurt and harm for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Unfortunately, there is a small minority out there who just don't get uh, that pretty simple message. Uh, Richmond defender Nathan Broad has been referred straight to the tribunal for his uh, dangerous sling tackle on Adelaide's uh, Patrick Parnell, and he's facing at least uh, three weeks on the sidelines. Uh, Parnell was left concussed from the incident, had to be subbed uh, from the game. I think every program today on SEN has um, had a view and whether it's three, whether it's four, some have been stronger, saying it should be six to eight. If you've got a view on that, you can uh, certainly weigh in uh, tonight. Didn't look great, no doubt. The uh, Tigers would hate to lose one of their key pivotal defenders, but you can comment on that tonight. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Port Adelaide defender Ryan Burton has been handed a two-week suspension for a dangerous sling tackle on Collingwood's Jamie Elliott. Uh, North Melbourne... Co-captain Jai Simpkin has been given a one-week ban for striking Fremantle's Caleb Sarong. Uh, Will Ashcroft uh, from Brisbane has been awarded the Round 2 AFL Rising Star nomination. Really impressed uh, watching Will on uh, Thursday night. When you think of how, uh, what, a, what a great footballer his father was, over 300 games, you know, part of premiership, so polished uh, Marcus uh, Ashcroft and uh, a long time in, involved in the game uh, post uh, being a player, of course, as an administrator. And there was so much talk about Will Ashcroft the last couple of years coming through 
the under-16, under-18 competitions. Um, he's hit the ground running. 31 touches, nine clearances, kicked a goal as the Lions, of course, got over the line on Friday night. Uh, Luke Davies, Uniac, uh, polled a perfect 10 in the AFL Coaches Association. Votes for round two for a second week in a row. Sydney's uh, Keller Mills, uh, Dane Zorko up at the Lions, West Coast Tim Kelly also uh, earning the uh, 10 votes. Uh, Jaden Short will miss Richmond's clash against Collingwood on Friday night as he's battling a, a calf issue. Uh, Christian Salem has undergone knee surgery to repair a torn meniscus. He's set for a uh, sustained stint on the sidelines. The D's defender already missing the uh, start of the season due to a thyroid issue. So obviously the Demons got some uh, better news around uh, the prospects of their captain uh, when everyone was trying to predict what that looked like on Friday night. Was it going to be season ending? Everyone was trying to read the body language, trying to uh, just ascertain how serious it was and, and Melbourne relieved that it's not going to be the rest of the season for Max Gorn. Uh, their key defender also, Stephen May, said to be fit for a, a rematch with Lance Franklin on Sunday. He's recovered from a, a minor calf injury and Franklin is set to return from suspension. So that's a good matchup, uh, certainly for round three. At the Bulldogs, uh, defender Ryan Gardner, he's going to be unavailable to play this Thursday night against Brisbane at Marvel Stadium. So Adam Trelaw and Rory Lobb uh, racing the clock, uh, certainly to be fit. So that's some of the team news from a uh, big Monday. If you want to weigh in on your team and where they sit after two rounds, one 736 736 or 0433-98-11-16. We'll uh, squeeze in a break. The Mac has run uh, tonight. Wrapping up your day in the world of sport. Pick up 40 Chicken McNuggets and Tangy Cajun Sauce at Macca's Drive-Thru today. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Great to have your company on the Macca's Run on a uh, Monday night, of course, uh, following uh, Sports Day. You can give us a call. Harcourt's open line, one 736 736 or on the temper text 0433. 98 11 16. That's the number that uh, Chris in Batemans Bay has texted us. Uh, BP, really looking forward to the Bombers Saints game on Saturday. The Bombers are just so much cleaner with the ball under uh, Scotty. The dump kick down the line is uh, used as a last resort. There's guys running hard to make space, create an option. The defensive structure is much improved. It looks like a different team. I mean, he was always going to have an impact, uh, certainly in terms of the way the ground is set up uh, for the Bombers. If we think back to his stint, uh, at the Kangaroos, which is often divided opinion, but many will say he did a terrific job to get North Melbourne to multiple preliminary finals over a decade of coaching. So there was always going to be some significant change to Eston. How they were going to adapt uh, was uh, in the eye of the beholder. And you know, we needed a couple of rounds to actually have a look at them uh, in action. So, so far, so good. It's a long year. And that's the challenge, isn't it, for uh, a lot of the teams to try and uh, certainly maintain that uh, consistency. Noted about that. Good on you, Chris. Beautiful part of the world up there in uh, Batemans Bay. Uh, just see other bits and pieces uh, around the footy uh, today. We've basically gone through all the uh, major news. I just had a couple of other bits on my uh, desk uh, here. How about the crowds? Uh, certainly for the first couple of rounds, a huge uh, 765,789 fans have attended matches Across the opening two rounds. So round one, 392,248. Round two, uh, 373,541. So that's a, a significant jump 
You've got to go back to, what, 2019, top five opening two rounds combined all time. Back four years ago, pre-COVID, uh, 725,000 for round one and two, uh, 722,000, uh, 2017. So the fans have certainly spoken in... Uh, in large uh, large numbers, and not not surprising that people uh, certainly want to get uh, to the uh, get to the footy. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to uh, jump on and have your say, I noticed also the the AFL for those that want to you know consume more. Uh, I mean, digital media now is just taken off like it's uh, it never has. The AFL giving fans even more access to live streams, state league, and also talent pathway football in twenty twenty three. And even the uh, the Sandful League matches uh, to be uh, available to watch uh, free and live via AFL platforms this season. So the partnership with the SANFL to showcase all 96 men's uh, Sandful matches uh, via afl.com.au and the AFL Live Official app, uh, powered by Telstra, expanding the AFL's extensive live and on-demand streaming offering. Uh, fans can already watch uh, the VFL, the VFLW, the Waffle, of course, uh, the Talent League, of Boys and Girls, the Talent Pathway competitions, such as the AFL National Championships uh, for boys and uh, girls. So even more there with the uh, AFL adding the sandful to uh, an expanding uh, live streaming offering. There you go. If we haven't got enough footy, there is uh, more. Uh, Jimmy's given us a call in Chelsea. Jimmy, welcome to the Maccus Run. Hi, thanks for having me. Pleasure. The floor uh, is yours, to, Jimmy. Yeah, um, I was calling up to talk about Hodge's idea about Trent Koch and tagging Dacos. Yeah, I did hear that. Um, I mean, obviously teams are really going to start to think about how they not only curtail Nick Dacos, but just Collingwood overall. I mean, Collingwood have, you know, really announced themselves, not only in two games here, but their year under Craig McRae was incredible last year. And... It's uh, it's a, it's an attacking uh, brand of footy. There's obviously some substance behind it as well. Um, but you know the the philosophy is let's get the ball in the corridor, let's run in waves, let's take some risks, and they've got the uh, the personnel to be able to play this uh, brand of footy. So you know sides are going to have to think about it. I mean the heart, a good half back is uh, just so valuable. That's where the run starts, doesn't it? You know, that you get the ball into the, the hands of a good half back. And we've seen over the years where, you know, teams will play a defensive forward. But sometimes it doesn't happen that often because they don't want to compromise uh, losing um, a key forward or putting a key forward into a, a negating role. But Trent Cotchen, I think it's going to be a year and there's been plenty spoken about, you know, whether he can have any impact uh, going forward. Clearly, he's not going to play the midfield minutes uh, that he has in the past at the back end of his career, Jimmy. So there might be just some different roles depending on the personnel. Do you do you think that is a decent option when you think about it, Jimmy? Yeah, I think it's a decent option, but uh, I don't really like how everyone's doubting Cochin and um, like talking about what he's doing on the field because he's had a very good career. Oh, he's had a great career, no doubt. It's always tough when your your career's coming. Towards a close. Not that we're riding off Trent Cotchin uh, right now, but he's at the back end of his career, and you know you're trying to stay relevant in the game when you, yeah, all the young guys are uh, they're doing incredible things around you. Thank you, Jimmy. That's the Macca's run. First serve is coming up in about five minutes. Stick with us.